Hello, everybody. You're listening to Video Game Realness, episode 34. It's your weekly dose of gaming chit-chat among friends. I'm your host, Michael. Yay. Yay. <laughs> uh, and with me today... <laughs> you know what? <laughs> the person to my right won't get an introduction today. <laughs> I have... Shady. <laughs> I have Cameron. Hi. Delvin. Hey, girl. Hey. And a fourth person... Hi guys. Oh, <laughs> the shit is here. Oh, hello. <laughs> anyway, so um, today we're going to be talking about um, JRPGs versus Western RPGs. Um, that's going to be later on in the episode. But um, first, we're going to just kind of catch up with everybody. It's the first episode in a while we've had all four of us on. I know. So. Um, yeah, Delvin wrote the outline. Delvin, what did you want to do with this? <laughs> uh, I was about to be like, so how are we doing? Guys, like, let's talk you know. about my frozen party from last night. Yeah, yeah Cameron okay. had a frozen party. And it was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Cameron, well, why am I talking about yeah, it? I'm going to fucking talk about it. <laughs> so, Frozen, I've talked about it before. Some of you have gone and watched it and thought it was amazing. Uh, so it came out on Blu-ray this past week. I had a, everybody over, like, bunch of people we all watched it i had frozen themed drinks based off four of the songs in it and i played bartender all night and it was really fun it was and it quite got exciting really yeah, gay funny. whenever we say, started it's pretty gay <laughs> yeah <laughs> we started playing let it go on repeat doing yeah. choreographed dancing yeah. it was it, it was about as gay as it gets exactly can i just say though yes. i had never seen the movie Me and, either. and uh never had seen the music video or anything mm-hmm. and um Cameron um, and our other friend Phil were like super addicted to like the music video and whatever and I didn't quite get it because like what was like I was like why is this so amazing and then I watched the movie and I was like I am so on board for this (laughs) the movie was so good like that is the best Disney movie I've seen in a long time I just also want to say when bitch had her transformation and she started sissying that walk I was like Oh my god. Well, it's the, for me, like, I mean, the new dress she got and the walk was great, but it's the hair when it came out. Oh, yes. And it's just a little flowy, but it's braided. Oh, yeah. It was so, like, a modern Sailor Moon transformation. You do you, girl. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. She was doing her up, and anyway, I won't give away the storyline. But anyway. So good. Um... And for me, I just wanted to share with everyone that I finally achieved my goal of hitting silver in League of Legends. Yay! No basic bronze bitch over here, girls! <laughs> basic bitch is not wanted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and, and I thought I would stop. I didn't. No, I'm actually. I'm actually. No, now you're on your way to diamond or whatever. Well, I'm actually already up to silver four. So it goes like in five levels. So from five, and you go work up to one, and then you go to gold. I'm already at silver four. So clearly, now I'm beginning my journey on to gold. Wow! And then I will probably stop. Yeah, no, of course. you won't. And then the next thing you know, like by the end of 2014, Delvin's going to be like, "So I'm competing in the League of Legends World." I know. Could you imagine? <laughs> it never happened. That just takes too much. Time. Oh, I would love to see you at like one of those. <laughs> no, <laughs> and whenever you touch. Like, ah! Yeah, I just want to see you screaming. On Everyone else is just sitting there clicking furiously while you're like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> I don't scream when I'm playing guys. Red Bull. I'm very, I'm Red very Bull focused and very... Yeah, but you yeah. got to create a persona so yeah. that you can get the advertising revenue from, like, I don't know, Now Magazine. 
or like the, the those like throat lozenge companies. <laughs> <laughs> Scream too much. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Yes. Yes, Gaga. Sorry. Did anybody watch a new music video? No. Anyway. No. Anyway. Is that the one where she got like vomited on or something? No, that no, was, that was in South by Southwest. Ew. This is the one with the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills oh. and Andy Cohen are in it. I'm suddenly on. Wait, that's out. Mm. Came out last night. What? I went in bed. I watched it last night. Why? Oh, okay, it came out last night. I was like, yeah. why were you not notifying me of this? I thought we were friends. I was gonna wait for you to tell me that it's out, and then so I could say, <laughs> Oh yeah, I know. I already watched it. Fuck you. Fuck you. You fucking bitch. Uh, okay. Anyway, that happens a lot, guys. Mm. The, for the listeners, so they knew. Yes. Yeah. Um, James, anything for you? I, I kind of have a cold right now, so I sound more nasally than usual. I apologize. Um, nasally. Yeah. Michelle Bazaar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've been just uh, working, and I've been playing video games. Is this kind of like now playing? It's like a mini version of now playing. I've been playing Final Fantasy X, X2 Remastered Edition. Gay. It's super gay. Gay. I love how gay it is. I also like all the summon sequences with Yuna. When she kind of like goes into the sky and then she rides down with the summon, mm-hmm. she'll always be like, "Nice to meet you." It's like this is the eighteenth time I've summoned this. Yeah, they're not meeting you. Yeah, you're BFS. <laughs> you guys are besties, <laughs> pretty much. But that's all. Yeah, no, that's what I've been doing. Yeah, that for me just went kind of like whoosh because I still haven't played. I'll it. lend it to you. I'll, I'll lend it to you. I'll lend it to you. You'll get to it in about three years. Uh, no, yeah. I'm going to finish this game. No, he will get to it oh. in about three years. No. Remember, he's done. It'll like, probably be like October of this year. Okay. Anyway. I'll lend it to you in October. All right. Jesus. Um, so, review corner. We have a special review happening right now. Do we have I, a jingle for this? I feel like um, we need a jingle for... Fighting crimes, okay. trying to save the <laughs> okay. world. Oh, Here they come cool. just in time. Okay. The Power Puff okay. Girls. I think I think Cameron meant something a bit more generic that we could apply across all... <laughs> no, I feel like every corners. review okay. corner we should have the Power Puffs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Copyright infringement, oh. not intended. All right, we sing it so far. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even register. Only two percent of the notes match, so we're okay. Oh, shady. Oh. <coughs> anyway, so review corner. I um, got a copy of the Powerpuff Girls Defenders of Townsville video game, courtesy of Cartoon Network. So My thank you for that. But um, upon playing the game. It's in a Metroidvania uh, kind of style, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and they've got the original voice actors oh. of the Powerpuff Girls doing this, oh. and um, it's kind of to tie in with they did a mini reboot special for the Powerpuff Girls in like a slightly new art style. So in the game, you can either play with the new art style or with the old original art style, which I thought was a really cool choice. So you can like switch between the two, like yeah, like it's either classic. Yeah, 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 classic mode or, or modern. Oh, and, cool. Uh, so that's really cool. The thing, and and you know, the controls are pretty good. Um, I'll get into that more in a sec. But overall, it just feels a little uninspired. Oh, like wow. for a game that uses a series that's so, got so many memorable characters mm-hmm. yeah. and whatnot. Like, okay, so the premise is that Mojo Jojo. Yeah. Um, has a <laughs> say it ain't so mojo. Um, I love that. So yeah, it's um, it, the whole 
plan is he's created this like machine or whatever that makes the Powerpuff Girls forget how to use their powers. Okay. And then that's it. And then so they so, work and, on and, getting the powers back. Yeah, but then the oh, like thing. Metroid. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. But then the the thing that's like not so great about it is. You think that a game called Defenders of Townsville and a game that's, you know, using the Powerpuff Girls, you would be in Townsville, but no. All of a sudden, Mojo uses that, and then Buttercup just wakes up in a cave. Oh, okay. And, and then, like, she just starts walking, and then she gets the ability to punch, and then after that, she gets um, the ability to fly and whatnot, and it, it, it just... All of the rooms are, like, so generic-looking. There's nothing distinguishing between them. Yes, you can pull up a map, but it just felt a little... Again, uninspired. And all of the enemies are just Mojo Jojo's robots. So they're just these circle robots that just either attack you or, or launch little projectiles at you. But, I mean, you could have had the opportunity to include the whole arsenal of, of bad guys, like mm. Fuzzy Lumpkins and, like... You know, are they, like... I don't know Powerpuff Girls at all, but are they maybe later on in the game, or it's just okay? No, just, and it's all Mojo's robots. Okay, the whole game centers around Mojo Jojo's plot. Okay, and also is this a like uh, like a kind of an indie d- d- download game, or um, is it a so full it's release? A, no, okay. So the whole game regular price is seven ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so, right, and the whole game's really short. It's only about two, two and a half hours. Okay, um, so... Right, so I, I get it. I get it, and I'm not critiquing it, and right now it's 20% off, and if you if you Steam? love... Yeah, on Steam. And if you love the Powerpuff Girls, and you really like a kind of Metroidvania style of thing, mm-hmm. I mean, the pacing in it's pretty good, and the game controls pretty well, but I just felt like for the beginning and maybe it's just because i haven't really played any metroidvania games ever mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. when you start in in super metroid do you like okay you lose all your powers and you have to get them back yes. that's it right yeah. does it give you like okay over in this general area is the objective of what you're looking for um or? what it does it will have these there's like there's a couple times where it'll just stop the game and then go to the map screen and then be like, there's an objective over here. And it See, just puts a question mark. the game doesn't even do that. So you just have no fucking clue. So it'll tell you, you can pull up the map and there's an exclamation point in certain rooms, but sometimes that exclamation point means a power-up that you need to advance. Yeah. And sometimes it just means, like, you can increase your health. But, like, yeah. um, it just... There's no distinction and it doesn't... It, it just... You start playing as Buttercup, and it doesn't even kind of say, like, find the other girls. It's just, you're just Buttercup, and then that's it. And then you slowly find them, but it, it just felt, um, well, again... One yeah. thing I will say, like, if we are going to compare it to Super Metroid, is it doesn't have any dialogue in the game. It doesn't It doesn't say, you need to go get this missile, you need to go yeah. kill right. Mother Brain. Like, it literally just is like, you go to this space ship, and you collect this Metroid, and then Ridley comes and kicks your ass, takes all your powers, and then you get plopped on this planet. Go. Right. It, like, and in terms of the exploration, um, you know, it is limited in, in how much you can do be- because of what powers you get. So it is very much about exploring the world and yeah. discovering what you can do, and then... Yeah. yeah, so I mean, so this, you yeah. do exploration. Sorry, James, no, go ahead. I was going to say, you just feel like the difference I think I'm hearing here is that though in Metroid, when you explore the world... 
you feel like you're you're Rewarded. digging deeper, and you're digging deeper into something, you know, because mm-hmm. there's sort of weird remnants of laboratories, mm-hmm. and you're kind of what's going on here, and it's kind of eerie. It's really good at generating atmosphere, yeah. but what you're saying is that there's just, no atmosphere. There's, there's no character. There's no. There's it. like yeah. the the so okay. The first whole kind of section you're in is like underground caves, and I'm like, I'm sorry. But I've never once seen a cave like this in the Powerpuff Girls. Like, I thought we were just going to be hit with, like, PPG nostalgia, like, all out. Yeah. And no, and then after that, your next segment is, like, sewers, and it just kind of... It's literally just a skin. It's just yeah. a skin. I was going right? to like, say that. I was I, like, so it's just basically a game that was created, and then they slapped on... Yeah. Pretty much. And then the it, thing yeah. that's so frustrating about it is they got the the... Powerpuff Girl voice actors to voice the like occasional cutscenes mm-hmm. in it, and it's like you should have used them way more. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah if so. you're gonna if you're gonna use a brand in your game and then hardly use it, like it'd be like if yeah. you had you know a Link Metroidvania game, but then you didn't use any. Thing of Hyrule. Yeah, it's just it's just caves. It's just like these bandit <laughs> yeah. caves. It's just caves. And and <laughs> Bobokins just all over the place. Yeah, you know so, it, that's kind of what it sounds again, like. Again, I mean it, it. You know it plays pretty well. It it's relatively quick. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is fun. But I just feel and again for the price, you know, I can let a lot of it slide. Right. So if mm-hmm. I had to give it a like score out of ten, I would give it like. A six and a half, maybe a seven. <laughs> I was gonna say a six point eight. You should just pull a Kotaku. Is it fierce or not fierce? <laughs> yeah, not fierce. <laughs> okay, so don't play it. But it's it's like <laughs> it's it's again if we're gonna have to come up with a VG realness rating system. Yeah, you know how they're at. Like yeah. play play this, don't play this. Yeah. I figured we could just do fierce. fierce not not fierce. fierce. And it doesn't mean you shouldn't play it, actually, just it's not fierce. So. It's not fierce. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, it's, it's not fierce, but I mean it's it's like six six whatever right now. Like it's yeah, yeah. you know, it's playable. It it is fun enough. Um it just feels a little underutilized for the brand. I mean, but the game itself does not actually suck. Right. Like, it, it's totally playable, the powers make sense, the stuff you're doing, but the rooms lack visual distinction, and I find that so difficult in a game where you're yes. trying to remember which room you're in. Yeah. Yes, there's a map, but when you're just like, I... I, I know that is a problem. I noticed that in Strider, too. Oh, yeah. When I, just, I play I never Strider, I'm like, I, I don't know where I am because all these hallways look the same. I always have to go back to the map and yeah. just be, realize, oh, I'm actually... Way far mm-hmm. from where I thought I was. Did you end up buying it? No. Okay. So because it got hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so that's maybe this is a better rating. If there were fourteen drag queens, which week would they be eliminated? <laughs> <laughs> which week is this like would week the Powerpuff Girls yeah, yeah. Is it game week three? be eliminated? It would sashay or- away or week four sashay away. Out of fourteen, and, and again, but but okay. So let's say if there's fourteen, there would only be eleven weeks because in the final week, there's like the <laughs> yeah, last yeah. Three. So, so, the final three. So okay, let's say out of eleven weeks, it's probably eliminated week um, five, week six. Week oh, oh wow. okay, so it's a memorable queen then. It's a memorable. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, but in, in or does it just skate by? <laughs> well, in week six, there's still eight queens left. <laughs> so right, that's true. Well, it's not that it was a really memorable queen. It's just there were five that were super basic before her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Like, it, it, of all of... I've been <laughs> reading online... What are we even? <laughs> I've been reading online, and it sounds like compared to every other Powerpuff Girls game that ever got yeah. made, like, because there was some Game Boy Advance yeah, ones yeah, back when the show was yeah, on, and, those. like, it sounds like compared to those, this is way better, because this game actually works and plays, it's just missing... All of the character of the power. Oh, okay. Well, then that's so. That's good. the kind of verdict um, that sorry, I'm no. providing. Um, so sorry, but um, no. sorry, not it's sorry. made me now download uh, the show. That, there you go. Well, <laughs> so you know what it achieved. Well, you well, almost. Well, okay. Well, kind Whatever. of almost there. One of those I've been wanting to buy it on DVD for a really long time. It's like Okay, anyway, so I forgot that I'm host, so I'm going to move it along now. Um, <laughs> news of the week. Okay. Um, oh, Jesus. So we start with GDC, the Game Developers Conference, which Yay. happened this pa- past week in San Francisco. I would um, love to be able to go to one oh, of those. Oh, it's so fun. Are I... Sorry. <laughs> it's a very singy episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, GDC is awesome. Um... So, what was I going to say? Let's start off with um, PlayStation's announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, so they announced the Project Morpheus, which is that VR reality headset. Um, similar to Oculus Rift, works with the PS4, um, and then it controls using DualShock and then the Move um, controllers, which to me, like, I guess I do kind of get it, but it just sounds like they're trying to find another way to make the Move work. Um, it's they're storing it in there. I think yeah. this is one of those situations in which the move, I don't think it'll work well, but I think that there might be one or two interesting. Totally. Yeah. You could drive a mech with it. Because like, like, you know, like the move uh, sticks are the, are the, the old school mech warrior. Yeah. 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 Um, so it's got a 1080p display, um, and it works with the PlayStation camera. Um, and it allows for asymmetrical play a la the Wii U gamepads. So. Yeah, so one of the things I was reading was that it, with the asymmetrical play, so it basically one person can be doing one thing in the VR headset, and then the TV will show whatever, so, so other people can do Yeah, so you can have stuff. one person as, say, playing the mech in, and then everyone else trying to take him down. Right, exactly. or one person's the ghost, and yeah. everyone mm-hmm. else is running away from the ghost. Exactly. Let's be honest, that Same. is still the greatest example of asymmetric. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Oh my god. No, I know, that, that, that is great. Um, the one thing that's weird to this for me is... Um, is uh, the fact that they announced it during GDC. GDC is not usually... Well, like, I've, I've been twice before, and it's not a time when people usually announce new hardware. Stuff. Like, it's it's when you reflect back on what you've been developing and the challenges you're having and whatnot. And I get, like, the name of the session was, like, 
something related to like you know looking forward at like the future of gaming well, with Sony and blah blah blah. Yeah. I and don't then know. they I also think an- they also announced yeah. a lot of the developers that were working on it. So I guess that kind of yeah. I think because this is a developer conference, this is less of a hey because I don't think they're ready to do a full no, on E3 like thing. I think they ju- they're like let's get people on board so that whenever the next announcement comes. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree, I, but I, yeah. it just seems kind of weird because, again, having been to a lot of sessions at GDC, I always found that it was more reflective as opposed to we're trying this. It was like, no, oh, no, we made this. This is what we learned. Yeah. This yeah. is how yeah. we're moving forward. And, you know, in this thing that we're working on now, we are taking these skills or whatnot that we've learned. Or, like, it's, it's, it's less... Um, of the kind of like we're doing yeah, this we're doing this like and and cuz that's the thing like there was all of these rumors that they were going to announce it beforehand yeah like, there was it was just a little and i thought actually when all those rumors were coming out i was like oh whatever cuz when i was doing the news a couple weeks ago it's i saw the rumor and i was like ah oh, whatever this isn't anything no. i'll just gloss over it <laughs> oops well, no no i mean it, it... I mean, if, if there was more stuff going on, it probably still would have been glossed over, right? But the fact is, there's nothing going on right now. Like, yeah. everyone's desperate for something to write about. I am shocked be that honest. Nintendo isn't the one who tried this first. Well, because, well, because yeah. if they did it, everyone would be like, this is the stupidest idea ever. Well, I think people are still kind of... They're not sure about well, this. Well, because people um, really like Oculus Rift, though. Yeah. Like, they're yeah, fucking I, in love with yeah. Oculus Rift. Um, but hello, guys. Are we forgetting the greatest, like, <laughs> gag of all time? Because we tried this once already. The but Nintendo On. Do you remember the Nintendo On, that video before the Wii came out? Everybody said that that was the next-gen system. And it was, like, this helmet, and this guy in, like, Italy made a huge video about it. Have you not seen this? No. no I'm just thinking, like, Virtual Boy thing. No. Like, that disaster. No. <laughs> no. You, you never it's not a real one? It was a real No, one. it was just a... This whole thing was a gag. Oh, yeah, it was a gag. It was, like, not real. Did you not? No. Okay, um, so we'll post this in the show notes. It was an amazing video. Yeah, it was... It, it was very believable in the way that they sh- uh, the person designed the video because yeah. it looked very kind of PR-ish yeah. and like the way it was introducing it. Except uh, for the busted Mario at the end. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. like, yeah, it's fake. <laughs> there it is. But it was like when, um, I remember a few years ago, one up on April Fool's Day, um, uh, did like a, a polka cart, like Pokemon cart racing. They created a fake <gasps> video I would totally for that. Play that. And, oh my um, god, I so, the shit out of that. Yeah, oh. so, um, like, people watching, they, they had, like, some of the people in the office who didn't know that they were making this come in and watch and be like, oh yeah, did you hear this was just announced? Like, blah, blah, blah. And, um... Like, it was pretty believable until the end, because the logo looked kind of different, and at the end, um, uh, one of the guys was just like, nope, fake, that's not the logo. Like, <laughs> but yeah. Okay, um, racers. Anyway, so, um, and of course, following up with the um, VR headset, Microsoft is also rumored to be developing right. their own 3D virtual reality devices. Because we can't just let a good thing stay. It's like Oculus Rift took off. People, oh, no, didn't, didn't take off. <laughs> I mean, people like it. People are playing it. So we can't yeah. just leave that be. Everybody has to get into the fucking I, boat. Well, like, like we can't you. even just <sighs> license license games like with Oculus Rift on our console. Like We can't make Oculus Rift compatible with our console. No, no, no. We need to make our own proprietary thing that'll do the same thing, and then, you know... Guys, this is just what I said yeah. before when we were talking about everybody wanting to get their dick in the console industry. Like, nobody can just, like, let it be. Everyone, let it go. Everyone's gotta be like, no! Go. I want in on this, go. too. So... <laughs> 
PlayStation's doing theirs, and of course Microsoft's like, well, if they're having one, then we got I will one. say this about the PlayStation one, though. A couple years ago, I went to a Sony thing, and they had not quite, like, uh, uh, double VR goggles, but they did have, like, a headset that you put on, yeah. and you could watch, and it wasn't in 3D, though, but you could actually, like, full-on watch and play your game using just a DualShock 3, mm-hmm. and this was on PS3. Didn't they have something that they did release with PlayStation 3? It was, like, a very underutilized uh, piece of hardware that somewhat d- mimicked 3D with glasses or something. I thought it was the TV they released that it, it yeah, two it different the, screens depending on yeah. which pair of glasses you use. Yeah. So two people could play with the full screen because it was um, not it was not ionized. Um, um, I forget what the word is. Polarized. polarized. Yeah. So yeah. depending on which set of glasses you use, you would see a different image on the television. Oh, I think that's what it was. Yeah. So and that TV didn't do so well because it was only twenty four inches big. So right, okay, yeah, because so um, it probably would have cost eight million dollars to make it any yeah, bigger. I know, but anyway, so um, with uh, I'm excited. you know this whole thing, like I will say though that Sony did have something like that, and so seeing them do this as a follow up also makes. Sense. I mean, it is definitely We've been doing inspired. this since the late 90s, though. I know. Virtual Boy. Well, no, like, remember in the arcade machines I used to be able to play Quake and, like, a little mm-hmm. circle thing, and you wore a giant brain piece? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And while well, well, Virtual Boy is somewhat an extension yeah, of yeah, all funny. of this virtual reality stuff. Anyway. Um, anyway. What so, else? next piece. Riptide. <laughs> <laughs> I got things to do. <laughs> That's why I'm moving it along. No, I'm kidding. Um, Riptide GP2, uh, watercraft racer game for the Xbox One, is bringing six-player sp- split screen, which... I saw that and I was like, what the fuck? I, I looked over to my TV and I was like, how am I going to fit six... Things? So I'm guessing it's going to be like three and three. Probably. And then you just have like kind of like a rectangular square and you just can only see like within your vision. I, what's going on? And, but, and not only that, my question is... Going on. Hold on, though. My question is: six-player split screen. Um, who's going to have six fucking controllers to hook up to their oh system? Oh my god! Good point. A controller is fifty nine ninety nine. Okay. Maybe your friends are supposed to bring theirs over because in this world, everybody has an Xbox One. <laughs> Wait, but I. But here's. Um, I don't know if this has changed, but. Wasn't it like I know with PS3 obviously, mm-hmm. and I know not Xbox One, but okay, you could only have four controllers. Uh, PlayStation Three, if I'm not mistaken, was seven controllers. Oh, you could? Yes, seven. It was seven controllers. But I, no, don't, why I, I don't only, know why did it only say four? With it the would dots? light up with two dots for five, six, and then seven. So it would be one and oh. two for five, one and three for six, and one and four for seven. Michael's not having it. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, I don't know why. Just, well, we did play it before. Um, so, was it Bomberman we played? We were at yeah, Phil's house, and we played, we played with, like, six, six people. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, it can go up to seven. I don't know why seven and not eight, but whatever. Like, okay. look, Xbox, I know it, we keep talking about how we want more split-screen co-op games, but come on. Settle down. <laughs> come on. Settle down. I don't have a TV that big. And I just don't... Like, why, why suddenly this... They were all last last generation. Also, Watercraft games. Well, thank you. Well, that <laughs> yeah. too. Come on. 
But last generation, they're all like, oh, everyone's playing. It's just online mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. 50 million people on a map at the same time online. <laughs> and now it's like, you know, because people Six are, people on the couch. Yeah, now everyone's like, oh, yeah. Well, we, we are responding to market demand. We hear you want local multiplayer. So we're going to put six people together yeah. on the same screen. Now you can play six people on one screen. <laughs> you can't play four. You can only either play one, six, or online. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> yes, I can, actually. <laughs> I actually can't that, imagine that. That's not what's happening here, though. It's not, it's a it's not six Wait, only. So, but when if we play, like, Mario Kart 8, we could do, like, multi, multi, multi split screen, couldn't we? What do you mean? Like, six-person split screen. I thought it was game. only... I think it's up to five. I think it's five. Yeah, four. With the gamepad. And then gamepad. Okay. Because, um, yeah, yeah uh, Sonic All-Stars had five players. Um, and now, what I'm thinking, too, is, like, Double Dash. Oh, no, that was, with, that was still four players. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But eight racers. But you could have eight racers. But it was yeah, like with no, the I two. Anyway. Um, so yeah, I don't know why that's a thing. Um, Ouya yeah. has decided. <laughs> Speaking of, we don't know why this is still a thing. So this Ooh, is, yeah. Apparently, our news trend this week is we don't know why these are things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ouya has decided to drop its free to try requirement for developers starting in April. Um, and Ouya exclusives can also launch concurrently on PC. So, so. they're not exclusives. Yeah. I know that's why they're in quotes. I know that's why they're in quotes. But but <laughs> let's just all face the fact. So they're I, not exclusives. Yeah, I saw this story and I was like, okay, so one of the, one of the things that was so important to. Ouya was, you know, having this free-to-play, or, or not free-to-play, or free-to-try option, um, so that every game they had to basically make a demo so that people could try it out. And that was their thing, to make it different. Um, and then, you know, one of the things, especially with the Ouya Kickstarter thing they had, was to make the game had to be exclusive to Ouya for a certain period of time before you release it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like all these things that were created for Ouya to make it, like, you know... The game, the system for the gamers, and make it into you know different from everyone else is now being just thrown out the window. Yeah, completely. Everything is just like changed. Like, like we said before, it's because it was a bunch of developers going on Kickstarter and getting the money that way, as opposed to having an actual team of like marketing or analyst type people who actually I know, know just, why these things are a thing. I know, and I don't I don't I don't like to, you know, constantly throw shade at Ouya, oh, but I'm just like They had it. Coming. I'm just like, what are you guys doing? They like, don't know. You know, I just want to be like it. I think you guys should put it back in the oven and like don't bring it out till it's done. You know, this feels very much like a system that's still in development. I feel like we're playing like but like if Nintendo released a console tomorrow, basically, it'd be like their system that is currently in development that would we would play in three years. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they just releasing it early and being like, oh here, and we're just gonna fix it as we go along. Like, no, you can't do that. That's how games are nowadays too. Yeah. Well, I sure. guess that's why they feel that's it's why okay this to do it. Industry is trending. It's like mm-hmm. let's buy the 1.0 version and then pay us to upgrade it. Over no, 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 no. Now they want you to buy the 0.5 version, like the. Prologue. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then, because we're not the, done the game yet. And then by the 1.0, with the season's pass for $65. Yes. And for the next year, you'll get updates. Yeah. Anyways. Wow. 
When you put it like that, it is the most fucking ridiculous thing ever. Like it is ridiculous. The whole thing is ridiculous. <clears throat> yeah, it's unfortunate. The, the industry has taken something neat, like oh, you like this game? Here's a bit of extra content six months later. Into this is going to happen. Open up your wallet. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, in regards to Ouya, you know, I'm just like. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, you know, I I really do want it to. I want to see it be successful, and I just want to see it distinguish itself from everything else. Yes, yeah. There's no reason to buy it, and it's hard to really distinguish itself. That's the thing. Like I, I, yeah, you know. And then with Amazon coming out with their system soon, and then we also have uh, the Steam box or Steam machines. Yeah, I think it's just going to get lost completely in the and the Mad Cats. Uh, well, remember they merged now. Stop. Oh, right. It's the Mad Cats, Ouya, Cat Scratch. Yeah, they're like all together. They're all, <laughs> you know. It's Plastic just... baggy staples. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Could you imagine that's how they, if they sell it like that? It's not even stapled. It's like just plastic grocery bags tied I to just... the Oh, that's, girl. <laughs> I just feel like it would be so great if, like, Mad Cats embraced that and then, like, no. actually no. started, no. like, no. Started advertising me like the Mad Cat's Mojo, the system that comes in a plastic bag. No, <laughs> that's that's no, not no. something to embrace. To be super retro. Yeah, right. Uh, like you probably never heard of this style of packaging. Anyways, but like, um, oh yeah. Also ahead. the the yeah the the exclusives, Uya exclusives can launch at the same time with PC. I was like, so on Steam. Yeah, so okay. I'm like, okay, well, that's great. Because they're trying to make, like, a Steam-type service, and that's why they're doing it with Mojo. So I guess that's kind of why they dropped that loophole, because now you technically would be releasing it on Mojo, but people are just going to end up taking their PC games and being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to put it on, oh, yeah. Like, I'm very confused. Everything's going to I know, it's just... I'm very confused. Yeah. On the Mad Cat's Mojo, Jojo. Jo. Um, <laughs> so, um, the PlayStation camera. Sorry, before we move off of GDC, there's just one thing that I feel oh, right, like right, right, we right. should talk about is mm. that uh, a Bioware developer, Manver, excuse Air. me, Air, it's Air. Manver Air? He had apparently a fantastic uh, talk at GDC about discrimination and uh, like homosexuals, women. Minorities all in video games and how they're being represented. Apparently, it was very well received there. Uh, so whenever that comes out on video, probably in the next couple of months, we'll make sure to watch it and have a talk yeah. about that. Because um, don't be a jackass. Oh, and um, I also forgot um, Shenmue. There was a Shenmue postmortem at GDC, and there were just a couple of interesting. <laughs> like Twelve things. years later. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, there are a couple of really interesting things. Um, that that uh, he, he was just talking. You Suzuki was talking. The creator of Shenmue was talking Shenmue about. Um, uh, Is that really big so, Dreamcast game mm-hmm. uh, that was? It's an RPG. Okay, cool. Um, and so he was talking about like how the city um, in that game was so huge, especially for that time, and um, how that if they didn't find a way to actually compress everything that they developed, it would have been um, fifty to sixty CDs for everything that they created for it. So then they had to start creating, like, schedules for the AI. So, like, the AI would, like, wake up, have breakfast, go to work, 
go home, have dinner and whatnot. And he was just talking about like this one interesting bug about how um, they were like in one quadrant of the city and nobody was there. And then they discovered that every single AI character was in this one convenience store because they all went to go get breakfast at the exact same time. Uh. And then the door was too small for them all to get out. So it's like <laughs> they were all just stuck inside there. That's and, you know, cute. so that was kind of fun. And then there was another piece on um, how um, cats started, like, walking on their hind legs, like, as some sort of glitch. Like, they, they were basically cat-like, um, uh, like, skin. Like, it was a full cat mm-hmm. model, but was, like, taking on the human behavior. So it was, like, walking around. Going to get his breakfast. Legs, like, <laughs> Going <to> get, <laughs> yeah, stuck in the convenience store. But anyway, if you want to read more about that, I just thought it was, like, a cute little thing. Um, and it's always so interesting to hear about the, the way games are developed and the, the kind of complications they run into mm. and how they how they work around them. You know? Interesting. That's that, what I love about GDC. Uh, interesting that they talked about Shenmue 2, because there was, like, rumors that Shenmue 3 is... Yeah, yeah. Well, might be happening. So what um, he said is that he may be open to Kickstarter, but he's still researching it, but he was not committing to a Shenmue 3 at this point because um, apparently um, the development budget for Shenmue... One and two, like the two games together, was like $75 million. That's crazy. Well, I mean, okay, of that time, that would have been a redonky-donk, but now it's like... That's probably yeah. about the norm. I know, but like, again, don't don't quote me exactly on that that number. But like, that's what's sticking in my head. So mm-hmm. I either made it up or it's correct. <laughs> I just find it funny that GDC is about lear- like lessons learned and applying it forward. And after hearing you guys talk last week, it still seems like we don't know how to compress things so they don't have to be forced onto fifty CDs. No, <laughs> well, <laughs> tight, tight fall. Fall. Like, Come on. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, so. <laughs> Switching away from GDC, the PlayStation camera um, has an attach rate of about fifteen percent. So that's they've sold about nine hundred thousand mm-hmm. uh, uh, PlayStation cameras, but they are talking about their severe supply constraints, and uh, it will be a long time until that kind of yeah. And then you can probably deal with GameStop jacking up the price, so you probably still won't want one when you actually do find one. Yeah. Can they do that? Yeah, GameStop did until until uh, Sony will actually put out a press release saying supply has returned to normal. Then, because until Sony does that, GameStop can keep or well can still you know be mm. an asshole and charge that. <sighs> but as soon as Sony comes out and says supply is like yeah, returned, you can find them everywhere. Then, well, not just that, but as soon as they say that, then GameStop looks like absolute assholes mm-hmm. if they keep it at the higher price. So. Well, they look like assholes now. Well, I can I just be honest, it doesn't seem like looking like an asshole stopped anybody from buying anything in the video game space, <laughs> yeah. frankly. Like, that's the thing. So, Infamous Second Son came out this week, and it got really good reviews, and I'm thinking, like, obviously I'm not going to get it now. I have no time and not the money for mm. it. But, like, I'm going to have a very difficult time buying that game. It's $69.99. What? Yeah, because is that just Canada? Yeah. Yeah. So all so all the all the X One and four PS Four games are now ten bucks higher than the American counterparts, <sighs> and the Wii U are five bucks higher than the American counterparts. Jesus Christ! Eighty two cents. Now is a good time to start renting. Like, 
Yeah, Blockbuster needs to come back. <laughs> was, yeah, seriously, game access. That might be a good way, because I'm sorry, but I just look at that and I see $70 plus 13% that's, tax. That's like, really high. Yeah, we're back to like 64 days. Yeah, Nintendo 64 games were that expensive. Yeah, one game a year. Yeah. Jesus. Basically. So um, I'm just going to wait until like that hits bargain bin prices. <laughs> yeah. Cause... Like, I feel like this is going to like... The used Hurt. game market is going to increase. Well, yeah, and I mean, EB Games here has been pushing for that so hard, the yeah. used game market. Interestingly yeah, enough, sorry, in no. regards to the used game market, uh, Walmart is jumping into the used game space. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, you can start trading in your games as of next week, but you can't start buying used games until July. Yeah, because they're probably going to... Do they a big collection. Do a, a collection, distribute titles yeah. throughout, and then also test <sighs> to make sure that they work, because obviously they don't want to start off their program and have half the games not fucking work. So, yeah. Crazy. I just find that really interesting that now a lot of retailers are doing the trade in, like, Ugh. Best Buy. Hey, that, doing I'm, that. I'm so on board with Future that. Shop's like, doing Future Shop. Well, the same company, yeah. 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 Um, and now... Walmart. I think Sears was doing it before they went under. <laughs> you know, like, like I'm, I'm totally fine with that because for me, like I, I if if Walmart's selling a game for slightly cheaper and I've got a game to trade in, like you know, if they might give you a better, it can encourage uh, better uh, competition in terms of used yeah. game prices and what you get as a trade in value. Yeah, or they could just collude. EB Games could really <laughs> use some, yeah. Else. Well, EB Games could really use some Canada. competition. Yeah, just saying. So, um, and uh, next tiddly bit of news. Um, Sony's also saying that the PS4 supply won't catch up to demand until the summer. Which I mean, I, I feel like that was that's not even like news. Really, it's like okay, yeah, your system's still really popular. Of course, you won't be able I to don't even, catch up. with The thing them. I don't understand about that is like um, I don't have a hard time finding PS4s anywhere. Really? No, they're I see them everywhere. they're everywhere. If it's if it's, Xbox Ones were hard to find for a bit, but now they're like caught up with supply. Maybe but it's America. Not, maybe not here. Probably. Tweet us if you can find PS4. Well, PS4 is also fifty bucks more here, and so now to get infamous, think about it. Now to get infamous son, uh, second son, and a PS4 before tax costs you, oh god, five hundred and twenty dollars. It's gonna after everything with the controllers and taxes, it's gonna cost you close to like a thousand bucks, basically. To, to get started. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So, much. hashtag glad I bought it when I did. Like, a thousand bucks, just buy a better PC, and there you go. Cameron has a point. Ta-da! Yeah. Steam! Cameron is And play is Infamous always... at Michael's house if you really want to play. Exactly. I wanted to play Infamous, and then until I saw that, remember at E3, that guy that year who was like, oh, security cameras everywhere, we're being controlled by the Illuminati Master Race. Was that like, Infamous? Oh, yeah, that was about a... Infamous. I thought that was about what? Watchdogs. No, yeah. it was well, infamous. It was like fight the man. I'm like, oh my god, you're from Seattle. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. God, you guys just drink coffee and bike everywhere. It's a perfect society. Um, our Seattle <laughs> listenership has now gone to zero. I'm saying you guys live in a perfect world. Well, them in Sweden. Yeah, them in Sweden. Oh, I love Sweden. Um, yeah. So, man, I do really want to get Second Son, but like. Again, Wait. Like, or just watch people on YouTube play. It'll satisfy you, trust me. That actually might do it. Yeah. I, that's what I do whenever I really want to play a game and I don't have it yet. I watch people play it. 
Except if it's like Donkey Kong, because it's platforming, so you kind of yeah, do it yourself. Yeah. yeah. But if it's more for like the story, which uh, happens, I think in games like Infamous, mm-hmm. like I'll just watch Hannah play it. Hannah's playing it on Yoxcast right now. Yes, I didn't even realize it until I saw. Oh, yeah, so I just watched them play it. I was like, yeah, good enough. <laughs> like, I'm satisfied. I'm good. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> dumbsies. Um, <laughs> Delvin, write that down. Delvin no, the pen. So we're I need already to keep track like forty minutes into this. Count. We can't just start. Okay. Speaking of bundles and prices and games and WalMarts. Um, Titanfall bundle is being discounted by 50 bucks by Walmart, which means that not only do you get an Xbox One with a game bundled in, you're getting it cheaper than the launch price, mm-hmm. and it comes with a fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> so it costs four forty nine at a Walmart mm-hmm. with a game. Well, yeah. And now, that. now that's the same price as a PS4 in Canada without a game. Mm-hmm. Like The mm-hmm. only reason I, I found this interesting is, like, is, again, because I'm like, why is there such... Aggressive, you know, push to because like really. The Xbox Three, it's probably going to be discounted until the Xbox Three Sixty version comes out, so that all of the people who are like, "Man, all my bros are playing it. I got to get it," and then they're <laughs> just like, "Well, it's still not out on Three Sixty, so just buy an Xbox One, and here's fifty bucks off." Well, that's a very complicated calculation for people to have to make in their head walking into a store. No, you know what though, like. Again, I'm going to speak to, um, you know, my work experiences when bros are playing a game and they come into the office and they're like, bro, you got to get on the next Titanfall, man. There's like, it's so fucking good. Oh, I don't have the system. Well, just go and buy it. Like, just, yeah. just yeah, go and buy it. But not yeah, just but that, it's also, to... but if you see something that also says sale right now at this time, when you're hearing lots about it and then you see 50 bucks off, then Impulse you kind of go buy. like... As unfortunate as it is, yes, impulse buy. And it's insane that we can classify something at $450 as an impulse okay, but, buy. Right, but, but this it is just does. Delvin's right. Yeah, no, no, no. This, this is, is just Walmart doing it. I know, I know. But which, Walmart is everywhere. No, I know it's everywhere, <laughs> but, but I, I'm, what, I, what I guess I'm trying to say, it's not like Microsoft's like, oh, you know what, Walmart, drop it by 50 bucks because we need, you know, this is a great way for us to push more numbers. We don't know when, that. Well, then why would it just be at Walmart? Yeah, it's just Walmart. You never know. More people in their stores, especially since now they're starting go. their trade-in. I thing, think it's so. more of a Walmart. There you go. Thing Come in and get a big game, guys. You never know. But well, um, we also have crazy ambitious like sales targets. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're yeah. dropping things just to make sales targets. Yeah, I, do, yeah. I don't think like, that's true. Well, so that's true. Like I, I think it's more the other side. Yeah. It's like we thought we were going to sell fifty million units this year. Like again, shut the fuck up. No one's gonna sell like a hundred million units. Yeah, yeah. just doubled that number. And, and like, <laughs> well, that's what they. Do. And a couple of months in, it's like, okay, we're not hitting it. Drop it by fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure yeah. we sell like four million units this month. I, I guess agree. so. But um, excuse me. No. it's just a little. <laughs> no, I was gonna say like in, to follow up, which was in coincidence with what you said. You know, with the bros wanting to go and get it until three sixty, it was delayed for three sixty. Yeah, so... randomly. Um, till early April, I think it's like April fourth for North America. And well, then, like, they just said early April. For... They didn't give a date. Oh, I thought they did. I thought they did. No. It was like the fourth and the eleventh. Yeah, 11th yeah. Europe or right. Something. I think later. Oh, they did, gave later. Date. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so the quote is. We see a few things that can be made even better, so we're giving Bluepoint a little more time to do just that and deliver an epic Titanfall experience for Xbox 360. A few players. more things? Oh, I can give you eight major things, and I haven't even played the goddamn game. I'm sorry, <laughs> but this statement right here is the biggest bunch of like bullshit. And why are they using the word epic? It's just optimization. That's all they're doing. There's right nothing now. epic. No optimization. No, they're like Cameron, sit. 
That's somewhere. No, they're not doing anything to the game. I guarantee you. They're just delaying they're it just so that delaying people it so want people... an Xbox One version. Exactly. Because if you just go like, oh, I was fine waiting two weeks, but then you're like, bro, a month. All my friends are going to be done with this in a month. Like, I know you really don't think so, yeah. but I think it's part of it. But I, I, based off the how poorly it's running on Xbox One to begin with. They don't care Maybe about they that though. They couldn't fit all the. They were burning. They were. Uh, they were the, the game went gold. They were burning the disc, and they were like, "Oh shit, we can't fit it all on the disc." We're still. We're, <laughs> oh shit, we're only through half an hour of audio. So yeah, far they realized there were like four D, uh, HD DVDs, yeah. so they yeah. had to reprint everything, <laughs> compressing it. Honestly, I, I, it is in my opinion and in my belief that they are. Simply just letting it sit there on the shelf until April you know, to increase sales for X1. Because if you look at the sales numbers for which system sold the most, um, last week it was Xbox. It beat PlayStation 4. So they're probably like, oh my god, it's working! All I'm saying, all I'm, I'm just getting tired. Okay, so again, with the Wii U, it was like we heard about Super Mario 3D World for like months and months, and that's all they talked about. And then it was Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. And now with these games, all I've heard about for the PS4 was Infamous. Oh, just wait for Infamous. Infamous is going to be so amazing. I love Infamous. X1, Titanfall, Titanfall. I love Titanfall. Wait for Titanfall. I am so over <laughs> listening to people talk about the same fucking game let's talk, for six months. Let's <laughs> talk about Dragon Age Inquisition then. They put a bunch of new news and one the companions in it. She's this fabulous colored black. What are we calling that now? You should Please never use me. the word colored. We don't yeah. use colored. Yeah, we don't she's use a, colored. <laughs> you know how a about? minority. A minority. Just say she's black. She's black and she's got like, you know how Maleficent uh, kind of outfit, but she's like the good witch version of it. Oh god, she's just fabulous and there she's in go. heels. There you go. Oh my Dragon god. Dragon Age 3 Inquisition. It's still happening. It's still happening. We should start talking about that now. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, just, just, it's like we've been talking about Titanfall for like, literally Ew, Yeah, okay, so I'm and not even... They, and then they what? had to delay it because we hadn't talked about enough yet apparently so we'll just skip over the next yes, we'll point yes skip over the next one will will rain rumor type to secure by yeah oh my god the first one isn't even out yet we haven't even played the first one i'm sorry i i i'm sorry <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> so we've no, like, we're not officially we're broken not. James. We're not. <laughs> so let's take a break and see if we can fix him. We'll be right back. <laughs> I don't know what made it into this episode chunk you're listening to now, but we had a good little rant. Sorry. So if you correction, James had a good little rant. Yes, um, but if if you didn't hear it just now, then stay tuned at the end of the episode. And it'll be there. Um, so what we're going to talk about now is JRPGs versus Western RPGs, because um, you know. We've kind of got a mixed bag of opinions here and, and favorites. Um, yeah, even and just in terms here. Of, but, oh, no, exactly. Here, but just 
in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, before we start, let's kind of go through um, and just outline which camp you're in. Um, Del, let's start with you. Um, I'm in the, J- the, the JRPG camp. I have played some Western RPGs. Um, they just haven't clicked with me, to be very honest. Okay. And <clears throat> James? Um, same thing with as, as Delvin had mentioned, that's my opinion. So I play mostly JRPGs. I've played some Western RPGs. I don't think they're terrible. They just don't click with me. Yep. Nor do I think they shouldn't exist. Yep. It's just that I would prefer to spend my time playing JRPGs. Yeah. Yes. Um, Cameron? Yep. These days I mostly play Western RPGs as they're currently... like. We'll talk about it, but... It's what interests it's, you, right? Yeah, and I will say, like, in the 90s, I definitely preferred JRPGs, because at the time, Western mm-hmm. RPGs weren't what they are today. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, we'll, I will we'll talk about him, but, like, I'm actually not playing RPGs, period, now, because of how... What, what's Cameron's actually saying. Yeah, so... Yeah. We'll get um, into that a bit more later. What about you, Michael? Yeah. I'm that mixed... I'm the middle ground, you know? As we know, I like my tails, um, but I also like uh, my mess. Like, sorry, Jace is just doing some really frilly hand movements. Well, no, I you, 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 you were doing hands. I know! <laughs> <laughs> but he made them extra frilly, so anyway. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, uh... <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I, I like my Tales games, but I also <laughs> really like Mass Effect, as we all know, um, and, and other, you know, kind of Western RPGs. So, as we now kind of know where allegiances lie, um, let's start off with what do we think are some of the major differences um, between a Western RPG and a JRPG? Well, I mean, the main, the main number one thing between the two, I would say, is story. And how a story is told mm-hmm. in one mm-hmm. versus how a story is told in the other. Mm-hmm. Um, JRPG, the story is set, very linear. Um, it's kind of almost movie-like. You know, it's telling you, this is what's happening, and you're along for the ride. And making not very many decisions, because it's just yeah. set for you. Yeah, I guess there's not, I would agree, there's not much decision-making no. of yourself no. there. You're just, it's more character... Um, you You're know. watching their story. It's more right. passive participation. Yes. Yeah. Right, and and there's more character development that happens in the, you know, the JRPG side. Yeah. Um, looking at the Western RPG side, it's the opposite, right? So, um, this... The stories are tend to be more less on an epic side, not all of them, but um, and the story is more whatever you want it to be. Well, that's a, that's a thing. Is that's more of a very recent development in Western RPGs. Mm. If we go again back to the early two thousands and nineties, like mm. that, that that story, that whole. Bioware, I guess, was the one who really went with yeah. it. That whole choosing your own story wasn't the main thing about a Western RPG. And I will even say that now, we're not that far different. Like, a lot of people say in a Bioware game, you're creating your own story. I never found it to be that way. I think you are still playing very much Bioware's story. You're still going to hit the same mm. story points. You're still going to get to the same mm. ending. It's more, and this is how I consider a Western RPG different from a JRPG, mm-hmm. is that you are deciding how that story is told. It's still the same story, oh, but you decide how it gets through there. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. one of the other things I was going to say, too, is that um, <clears throat> with in terms of the decision, I meant more kind of like you. there's more side quests as well mm. and where you could 
play a Western RPG and only play the side quests, like in Elder Scrolls. Mm -hmm. I know many people who have never even touched the main story in that game. You just follow all the side quests, and that's Mm -hmm. all you do. And whereas in a JRPG, there are side quests, but it's kind of like... The side quests are so inconsequential. Exactly. Yeah, it's like, go find Yuffie. Or... You don't need to find Yuffie. And then you get, like, some kind (laughs) of item that you probably don't need at all. (laughs) Wait... Yuffie, yeah, you could totally miss out having Yuffie in the game. Yeah, in seven, you could miss yeah. Yuffie. Oh my god, I forgot. About that. <laughs> yeah, talk about weird, right? Considering that she's in Kingdom Hearts, like, yeah. Square Enix certainly thinks of her as like a big enough. Well, character, people liked like, her, but, like in seven, and everybody went after her. But I think you didn't really have to get her. I will say right. one of the differences that I've personally found is that with with more Western RPGs, I think. There's a stronger history of where probably Western RPGs came from. So in terms of sci-fi and fantasy, like a lot of those elements are taken directly from the older novels, sci-fi mm-hmm. novels, fantasy novels that were written, yeah. you know, by American authors predominantly. Yeah. And you can see those trends carried across. So yeah. even though every universe has its same thing, uh, sorry, it is uniquely different. And if you ask, you know, those who are really obsessed with the with the lore, they would say. Like, how dare you say Star Trek and Star Wars are the same thing? You know, for those people who don't really know the difference. Like, I, yeah. I think there's sort of a trend of what space looks like. There's a trend of what spaceships looks like. There's there's a classification. Yes. Whereas with JRPGs, because the history of that sort of writing, I don't think, in my opinion, isn't as strong and as deep. Like, when Final Fantasy sort of took off with what they think fantasy is, like, it went off in a whole different direction. Mm-hmm. Which is often this weird mix of Europe. Like, to them, a fantastical world is... Europe. Scandinavia and Germany in like the early 1600s. So like, like that's that. Excuse me, that's fantasy for them. So there's that sort of cultural distinction that I find not cultural, but sort of um, categorical yeah. distinction that I find. Um, I would also say that JRPGs tend to have a very similar art style. Oh, no. um, yes, especially they're, between they're all, like yeah. all all developers, not just like the fact that every Tales game obviously looks like, yeah incredibly they, sim- like. There's just a very similar. Anime. Yeah, they're all yeah, they're all kind of making an interactive manga. Yeah. 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 Um well I just like so on the, the notes here, Delphin's written down um stereotypical <laughs> yes. character types. And then so here's my favorite. So emo, overly positive, determined hero, super evil villain, the dumb bitch, the badass, and then after that there's a comma and then we move into the next point, which then says grinding. <laughs> just which yeah, has changed well, more recently. Mm-hmm, They've mm-hmm. taken grinding out of the picture. But these, if we're if we're talking mm-hmm. like JRPGs of like its core mm-hmm. from the olden days, mm-hmm. um, the olden days being like the nineties, <laughs> lol. Um, comparing it to uh, Western RPGs, you know that's where that that's one of the main differences is the grinding um, that is so important. Not important, but is so. Driven in in JRPGs is one of the main differences. Speaking about how that grinding in a lot of games has gone away, like uh, there's in Western RPGs, there's some games that you have to grind. Diablo is a perfect example that like that game after you get through a certain point, it's the game becomes grinding. That that, that is all that That it it is. That's what it is. (laughs) And like we have this thing where the two are very mixed in terms of all these things that we've said is different. Like they're always huge exceptions even in the mm-hmm. games that we've mm-hmm. said 
like, where does Zelda fit in these? Like, Zelda, yeah, it's a puzzle game, but it's still very much a role-playing game. Like, you're taking on the role yeah, of Link. but I is, think, I think a lot a of people... No, it's, it's not so much about taking on the role of somebody. It's about the fact that role-playing involves leveling and, like, you know, improvement in your character. Mm-hmm. Whereas Link does not get stronger. Link acquires new weapons that allow him to do things. Whereas, like, no. in, a, in an no. RPG, I feel like it's not based on your your weapons. It's based off of the strength associated the, there, with your weapons. There level. is that. But I do see Kyman's point, and I think, a lot, I think some of that just has to go down to how the developer themselves choose to classify the game. So yeah. they always call Zelda... Um, even Metroid, let's say, which I guess is a little bit sort of further away from the RPG space. They, they call them just action-adventure, and that's how they action. classify them, right? Yeah. Um, and then the RPG, at least the JRPG, has, like, it's so... There's, just, it's, there's a formula that they have to follow for it to yes. be considered a JRPG. I, I think the one thing that bugs me so much about... Um, I agree that there are definitely stereotypical character types in, in JRPGs and whatnot. It's one of my whatnot. biggest problems but with the, a lot the of JRPGs. Thing, the thing that really bugged me was when Tales of Symphonia got re-released. And I think that that story is really interesting. And it goes in lots of different directions. <laughs> yes. And, and yes, okay, there are definitely stereotypical character types. But it yes, bugged so. me in so many reviews. They kept saying, like, oh, um, yeah, like... You know, the story is typical JRPG, like, fair. And I was like, but how, how, like, okay, there might be, like, false ending and whatnot, like, where you think the game's over and then mm-hmm. it's not, and, you know, there's usually some sort of a betrayal, but, like, the the way that it happens and the actual story piece there, I feel like, is so different that it's a disservice to be classifying that all as, like, that's just JRPG fair. Like you know, and, it, and just to pr- go with what you said, and, and to say <coughs> how you know, just to th- categorize something as just oh, it was just JRPG normal storyline, so it's not that great. Um, comparing it to like Frozen, which we watched last <laughs> night, is a typical Disney story. But good point. I but would. They're, they're, well, all, they're all. If different. I can, I would say that the ending very much goes against the Disney. But trope. it has. Yeah, yeah. But it has that like. I don't, I'm not going to get into the story, but at its core, it's it's a very typical Disney story, and then it changes. Okay, not but again, no, 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 no. The point I'm trying to make is that to discount it and say um, it's just Disney. this or just so, it, so like whatever yeah. it does that yeah. totally, and I think that 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 goes even across like you know Western RPGs too, just to be like oh it's like shooting and guns and that's it. Well, like, you know. but I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah, well, Western RPGs definitely fall under that same thing. Like I, my problem with Dragon Age Origins, the first one is it's very much a Western story. It's the oh you got to build up your army, you got to get the MacGuffin, then you go fight the bad guy, and then ta-da, you save the world. Right. It's it's been done, mm-hmm. and that's my big gripe with Dragon Age Origins. Is that so much a, a result of? Like, that's Western RPG storytelling, or is that fantasy storytelling? Well, yeah, but West, uh, like well, James said, yeah. it's grounded. This, this is very much, it's, Lord, it's the Lord of the Rings it, plot again. Yeah. And yeah. JRPGs don't tend to go for that. They no. go for a different story. Yes. Whether or not one or the Western other is better, RPGs tend the, the, to fall. Yeah, the, yeah. Te- the usual fallback for a Western RPG, if you don't really know what your story is going to be, is fucking copy Lord of the Rings. Yeah, you, which, can, you, tra- you can trace or, Western RPGs back through yeah, through I this, guess, the years to the, the novels and that basic structure. Yeah. And so, yeah, they usually would follow that or sci-fi. 
Yeah. yeah, or the sci-fi structure. And, and in some ways, they all, including the JRPG side, um, they all kind of go back to like the Greek dramas, like yeah. that sort of storytelling structure. Mm-hmm. It's just that the, the, the JRPGs have an opportunity to develop their own concept, the, 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 a separate concept of what fantasy in, in, in space looks like. Like, they, instead of going spaceships, they went giant mechs that fly around in space. Uh-huh. So, so okay. Yeah. Why is it that each of us kind of like our, um, our, why, why, James, do you like JRPGs? Same with you, Delvin. Cameron, why, why do you like Western RPGs more? For me, one of the main things, and it's something that we actually missed talking about so far, is that in a, most Western RPGs, the thing is you create your own character. Mm, yeah. You, you are, you are putting yourself in the game. Uh, I, I definitely enjoy some JRPGs where you're playing as that their character that they've created, and that's great. Uh, mm-hmm. But I just enjoy so much creating my own character and seeing them interact with the characters that have been given, sort mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, combat. I can't. I'm, I'm so over turn based. <laughs> I, I, I overdid it in the 90s, and now, now I'm done. And in what? In the 90s. In the 90s, I, 90s you I, I played too many of ATB. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's another good point, is that obviously the mechanics and the, the battle systems are very different. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, you, you, yeah, the battle system are very different between the two. I don't. I don't even think there is a turn-based Western RPG. Like turn-based is very much a Japanese RPG thing. Well, Some okay, of the later our, heroes of Might and Magic kind of went away from being a turn-based strategy and became more of a turn-based RPG. It went. Yeah, back to yeah, me. I, I so do agree. That, with that, you that's on like that. really yeah. the only place I could say that's one of the. Um, yeah, but it's not a common trend. Is here's it? my no. question, though: is like, um, um, you know, in terms of turn-based battle, I feel like you know you've got. Um, things like Tales that have gone more into, like, the... It, it, it has it's all the active. RPG, but it's, yeah. it's, active, it's active. But it's not active time. It's like, you know, yeah, yeah. you're you're just... You run around yeah. the field, and when you press A, the person slashes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or casts. <laughs> or casts. <laughs> Michael's doing the cast animation. Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> Spoiler, it's super gay looking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's great. So, um, um, yeah, James. Yeah. Actually, one thing I did want to say is, is um, I, I was kind of thinking about what elements I liked about, you know, since you asked the question, and one of them for me was summons, right? Like, I love summons in JRPGs, and then I was re- remembering Dragon Age. No, what's her name in Dragon Age 1? What's her face? The, the, the swamp lady. Swamp lady's daughter. Morgan. Morgan. She can summon things, too. Like, she can summon giant spiders. But then, so what's the difference? The difference for me is, and, and one thing is, I don't mind waiting. And that's what JRPGs really are mm-hmm. about. You have to be willing to wait. But I like the when someone summons, it's a minute and a half long summon sequence. <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's so dramatic, but it's it's creative, and you get to you get to just witness it. Mm-hmm. I don't mind waiting for that. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I quite enjoy that. So mm-hmm. for me, when I play JRPGs in particular, on top of having that more passive storyline where you don't create your character, you just you just kind of are observing, and you happen to control one of them. Yeah. But really, you're not you're not there. You're not there with them. You're just listening and you're watching. I kind of like that more relaxed vibe for myself. Yeah. So, like the spectacle comes from what they're like in those summons or in the story, yeah. the cutscenes, as opposed yeah. to the, the ridiculous fireball effects in a 
Yeah, yeah, and and because it's not yeah. active, you like that's where all of the engagement has to be in right, that yeah. spectacle. Whereas when you're actively involved as that character, and this has to do with how the two have diverged over time, mm-hmm. probably the two categories. But when you're active, like the spectacle is there. When you play Mass yeah, Effect, and you are Shepard, your own. You are in space. That is the spectacle, right? Yeah. So, okay, yeah, yeah that's um, where I. Feel I would agree that, that waiting is also a good like. It's a trend throughout, like you know, the whole RPG, not just in the JRPG, not mm. just in the the battle when you're waiting for a summon or whatnot. You're waiting for the story for a while. Mm. I feel, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. Um, you're um, you're waiting to level up, you know, like uh, so. I feel at least, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. For me, I've, I what I really enjoy about JRPGs is just. Um, I don't want to say that the more fun, because obviously other people will find Western RPGs, but there's something more lighthearted, I find, about JRPGs. Yeah. Um, as opposed to Western RPGs, which are uh, very more serious and real. You know, JRPGs are more fun, lighthearted, um, you know, very unrealistic, like summoning a giant frost bitch that like, shatters yes. shatters it with her hands. Diamond dust. You know, like <laughs> I like that sort of spectacle. I like to see, you know, the grand summons. Yeah. I like to see the big magic. I like to see the Like when trans- you get Firaga for the first time, you're like, oh my god, yeah. it's the final spell. And you just like to see it be cast. I like to mimic the cast. I like <laughs> Yes you know. I do. I what? like you know you when when Yuna's casting he'll be mimicking her motion. Yeah, like pretending like you know, becoming that character. I like that. Yeah, oh, that's I, awesome. I think, that's, I think that really helps me realize why I don't like them because yeah I, I see those and I'm like yeah that's cool when do I get to do it kind of thing mm, yeah, yeah I want to be the one pressing the buttons and making her arm go so yeah <laughs> well just wait well, I just, just wait for the Oculus just wait for the Oculus Rift and then with your PlayStation <gasps> Move you can just be like <laughs> that's just the game you're just Yuna you're just Yuna <laughs> you have and to you run just around, wave around run around in free souls day in a life of Yuna all day <laughs> what can I do for you it's gonna be really boring I can tell you that much <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, it, this is, this is an interesting, yeah. So, um, if you could pick, because I, if I said just one, that would be really difficult, but if you could pick you maybe your favorite three JRPGs, or, or sorry, uh, RPGs, whatever your category is, what are they? Like now, the top ones? Yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like, one of the things where I have a hard time placing um, but is a role-playing game is World of Warcraft. Yeah, like MMOs in general. MMORPG. Are they yeah. just their own third? Like, because you have Final Fantasy, which is by not. all means should be a JRPG, but yeah. it's it's that it's no. not. Final Fantasy then, fourteen is very different. Yeah, I think that MMOs have managed to create. It's own third, pillar, a third, third pillar, yeah. Which yeah. then some other games have started picking up whenever they're not even MMOs. They've started creating that same experience. Like I would say, even though it's still very Western, uh-huh. uh, Kingdom of, Kingdoms of Amalur, it felt very much like I was playing an MMO. Oh yeah, myself. it was like an MMO by yourself. Yeah, like it had the same. Yeah. They tried to turn into an MMO and then it got canned. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yeah. But um, I mean, that would be. I guess okay. So it's not part of that. Pillar. It's a separate one altogether. Yeah, but if we're to if we're yeah. to say well, JRPG, Western RPG, um, that's really hard. I know Final Fantasy four and Final Fantasy ten are on that list. Um, and if I were to choose a third, I don't know what it would be. 
I have a hard time with third. So I have to say, with the MMO thing, mm-hmm. to me, there's still a different. Like, I still see some of them being a little bit more J and a little bit more W. So well, like, I, I would like, say a large portion of them are more. W. No, definitely. So, like, yeah. WoW for me is W because it's, like, dwarves and elves and whatever. But Guild Wars, to me, is skewing J. Okay, well, the art style, definitely. Yeah, yeah. There's huge Japanese... Yeah. Okay, so, okay. So, here's what I would say in regards to World of Warcraft. I'd say it's more W in terms of um, its atmosphere and whatever. Yeah. But then the um, unrealisticness and the fantasy it's- magical aspect of it... Is more J. Hmm. I wouldn't quite agree, but I, I understand. I can what see you the point. Like the casting and the bosses that are like whatever. That's more. It like, is, I, I guess because it's like if you're fighting a giant tree, that's very yeah. That's very JRPG. That's more to fight like, a giant tree. Yes. Like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like the thing yeah, about you know um, a Western RPG is I would say like if there is a dragon in in the game, like for for a Western RPG, the dragon is like big and powerful and there's only like one or two in the whole game that you encounter whereas in a JRPG whereas if it's a a JRPG it could be like you know some tiny dragon that's like one of the standard enemies you fight in random battles like you know that's that's dragon like like does that make sense well somewhat because then there's Bahamut which is like I I I know I know but I think we run into too many games though that buck that trend like Elder Scrolls Skyrim you're Sorry, you're fighting dragons every five seconds, and even Dragon yeah, Age, it's true. not... You're, one of the main enemies in Dragon Age 2 is you're fighting a lot of little dragons, even. Just to take that exact example. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, is, is you know... Sorry, is more that you've got, like... Um, dragons are, like, more special to the, the story of Western RPGs. Sorry, yeah, I, yeah, I, what I, mean. I see where, I see where, you're, like, going. I see where you're going. You know, they're special there. Whereas, whereas like, if there's a like, standard, you're yeah. like, you know, you're just like in a battle, and then oh, you're you're battling a dragon, and you beat it, but there's nothing, there's, and they don't talk about it. Whereas in the yeah. in Western, it's always like. The dragon. It's less rooted in the in the dragon in in, mm-hmm. in most JRPGs. I guess in Western because of I guess uh, back to King Arthur days, that's sort of thing. The idea yeah. of fighting giant lizards and dragons. Yeah. It's like it's very like oh my god. Yeah. Whereas in JRPGs, you're right. yeah. Aside from Bahamut, it's more like. Da 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 da. So Cameron, what would how would you classify World of Warcraft in terms of? J versus W. I would put it very far on the W. I think the only thing for me that sets it on the Japanese side is the way the combat works in terms of queuing up abilities, because you can still do that within like a second of casting an ability. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that invokes a bit of the turn-based without it being fully turn-based. I would say in terms of combat, though the look of Guild Wars 2 looks fairly Asian, I would say... The combat feels much more Western. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, it is more, yeah. It is more the look for me, and and like the the world they've created to me is more something that would have come out of a JRPG. Yeah, so that, yeah. that's why I I am at the point after this conversation. I think aside from creating your own character versus playing a character that's already like Maybe. they have a full story, that's the only difference at this point. The two have like the games that we call Western, the games that we call Japanese. Like, they're so intermingled now that I think we're I, just... We're back to it being one big amorphous lump called RPGs. I feel so like JRPGs <laughs> have, have, have a lot more numbers in them, too. Like, if you think about yes, it... Well, like, unless it's, like, Fallout. 
Yeah, but Fallout's but like so you've got like you know your your health yeah. in JRPGs is like <laughs> eight thousand by the time you're done the game, and like you do like you know. 1200 damage with wow. like one swing of <laughs> oh my God. your, your sword and is... then you've got like you know your magic or your TP meter that's like super super high yeah. as well whereas like I don't in, think that's in western defining. like you know you well in western I'm trying to think like when you battle things like they don't have like a health meter it's just like oh like You've been shooting that for long enough. No, you just don't see it. No, I, I, yeah. I don't agree. Because again, just thinking of the quintessential Western Dragon Age, they've got health bars everywhere, and there's numbers that pop up whenever you hit them. You can turn that off, but yeah, I, I'm I'm very much in a camp. It's all the same now. But I will say that it feels like Western RPG. So they've actually taken the points thing um, a little bit further. Whereas, like when you you your HP, your Dex, Strength, Agility, those numbers are very much you can control them, I think, in many yes. circumstances. Like, you're allowed... When you level up, you can add points to which... This right. is something I've noticed a lot in, in Western. Western. Region. You can... you can, In order to determine your class, yes. mm-hmm. you pick the points you want to level up in. Mm-hmm. Whereas more so with JRPGs, they go, oh, just change jobs! Now all your points have been redone yes. <laughs> I exactly. want to be a mage now! Exactly. And I think there's more of that. And then more of a focus on, like, the, the, uh, the points in, in, in in-game points. Like, as opposed to the, the personality points, more... The, the battle points, so the HP, the MP, the AP, the TP, like all those Ps that are only used during battle, there's more of a focus, I think, on that, in my opinion. Um, I, what I would say, yeah, too, would also is yeah, that, yeah. you know, in regards to what Cameron said as well, is that both genres in current present day, like, looking back, yes, JRPGs were very distinctive, and Western RPGs were very distinctive. They are now very much starting to become... Or borrowing from each other, yeah, which is like a perfect example. Good and bad. Good, good and bad. Like mm-hmm. Final Fantasy thirteen. Yeah, yeah. is an example of, in my opinion, that that borrowing gone really wrong. Yeah, very good point. That's an example of where they borrowed from Western RPGs to try and make it, you know, more whatever. And then they, they borrowed from it, but they didn't borrow the reason why those things were there in the first place. Yeah, it just kind of ended up in the middle. Like, yeah. Jack of all trades, it, it Master got lost. Gun, it yeah. just wasn't good at anything. Right. It yeah. just got lost in the thing. Guys, we just found out why 13 sucked. We, we've, we've solved it. Let's go make, let's go make, what are we on? 15. 15. We'll go make 15. Don't worry, Square Enix. Uh, well, that's... 15 too is another it's example. Like it's going to be yeah, even more so. It's, gonna, it's another yeah. example but, of but, how much it looks very much more like a Western RPG in the back. Battling, it's so. Uh, do you even do you even have like a, a menu where you say fight and but select moves? It, it like, looks more like Kingdom Hearts, and no, they even yeah, said that because you have to remember that you have to remember like that this start fifteen started out as thirteen verses, and right from the get go, it was Nomura who did um, Kingdom Hearts yeah, heading yeah. verses, who said this will play more like Kingdom Hearts. And it's then after active. after the long development cycle, they were like, okay, now this is 15. Mm-hmm. But it's obviously still kept everything from, you know, 13 verses, yeah. which they, again, said is more like a Kingdom Hearts battle system. But, that's, but Kingdom Hearts is a good ex- It literally is an example of when J and West, like East meets West. Because yeah. it literally It was. literally is like J. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, it's done good things, right? It's like, it's a more active battle system. Yeah. You know, people like it a little mm-hmm. bit better. So I don't, I don't mind if 15 borrows borrows that because yeah. that's good and does good with it yeah it's more so the guns because Final Fantasy never used to have guns no JRPG well I guess Wild Arms but it's in sort of when you think Leon. about it Leon Leon oh you mean Squall yeah 
Yeah, but that was a gun blade. Yeah. Like, come on. Even then, it's not, yeah, like, it's it's not still... like an AK-47. It's, oh, it's okay. a blade, and if you hit the right trigger, right when you hit them, he happens to shoot them as well. Yeah. When he slices down. Like, it's still more in that weird, Sorry. different space. I yeah. should have said Squall. I don't know why they call him Leon in Kingdom Hearts. Is he the same person? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Leon! It's like Squall, like <laughs> Leon Hearts. Resident Evil whatever. 4. Oh my god. Leon! Leon! Ashley! Leon! Yeah, when you said Leon, I thought you meant Resident Evil Leon. No. And I was like, what? Why are we talking about Resident Evil? <laughs> Leon! <laughs> oh, well. You didn't say what um, uh, yours were. What mine are? Three. Um, Tangent City. He, has he yet? No. Can't nobody else has. has. Okay. Um, Dragon Age, Mass Effect, uh, Pokemon. <laughs> hey! There you go. I, I, I'm being diverse. Oh, yeah. Pokemon is part of that JRPG category. Yep. I think well, I Pokemon is <laughs> Pokemon's Pokemon. Pokemon's like it's, it's, <laughs> it's an RPG, but it's it's in no way under the J category. I would Why? Say. It's Why? the PRPG, the Pokemon RPG. No, Pokemon is very much under yeah. the JRPG category. Oh, but I, it's yeah. not. It's not like okay, you know, it doesn't follow the normal quintessential tropes of. The other yeah, anime, yeah, yeah. but it's still a JRPG. Yeah. It's not a Western RPG. That's for no, damn like, sure. Point, because it's like your character doesn't actually have a story. Yeah, like you go around and you collect Pokemans and you beat people. Like there's no, there's there, no there's story. A story. It's like shit. It, okay, yeah, it's, no, made but, but by, no... it's made by Japanese developers, but I don't think that makes it a JRPG. And then you're, but you're leveling up. You've got turn-based combat. You are, yeah, yeah, but up. your party, yeah, but your, but, 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 your, but your party not... changes on a moment's whim. You mm-hmm. just have to not like Zapdos anymore. Mm-hmm. Your party has no characteristics. Yeah, like there's no anything. Like and, Zapdos doesn't start talking to you. And quite frankly, when JRPGs start to do that, like in Tales of Symphonia 2 and in FF13 2, when instead of adding more characters, they just give you monsters that you could raise and fight with you, but mm-hmm. those characters don't have any story because yeah. they're just monsters, I start to hate it. I go, this isn't this isn't Pokemon. <laughs> this is a JRPG. This isn't Pokemon. Okay, fine. Dragon Age, Mass right. Effect, and blah, no, no, you Guild Wars 2. Yeah, I'm just Pokemon, saying yeah. it fits in a, it's its own RPG. Category, yeah, I agree. Right I agree totally. Um, I just thought it was under JRPG most people classify it as a JRPG, but all right, that's like insane to me. <laughs> um, so okay, for me, I would um, okay because you did more series for your pick. Oh, fine, Mass Effect three, Dragon Age two. two. Yeah. Oh, I'm switching. Ooh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Okay, oh, there you go. For me, oh. it's probably Mass Effect one. Um, Tales of Symphonia, Final Fantasy VII. James, did you do yours? No, I haven't yet. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII, Tales of Symphonia one, and then Dragon Quest VIII. Ah, oh, one of the uh, OG JRPGs. Dragon Quest VIII is amazing. It's, it's really good. Well, not Dragon Quest VIII. I mean, like I know, as in the, the series. Dragon Quest oh, yeah. series Started is it like all. is like Started so way back. Like, even before Final Fantasy. Yeah, and it's funny, because if you play Dragon, like Dragon Quest 1, there's a lot of a lot of it in terms of nomenclature is very similar to, like, uh, uh, what is it? Not, not Heroes. Heroes of Might and Magic, like, a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Seems very Dragon Quest was called Dragon Warrior. In, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But then when you get to Dragon Quest 8, it's, it's like... They, they it's dropped gone. the warrior. <laughs> no, but it's gone so far in another direction from what it was as 1. Yeah, it became more, like anime and yeah and then it was just you were yeah there was like magics that no one had ever heard of like the zap 
Bazaar. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first fire skill. It's called fizz or something like that. They don't use regular names anymore. Bazaar. It's like fizz, bazaar. Oh, shut up. What's the water one? I don't know. Sploosh. Sploosh. Probably splash. Splash. Uh, tails. Splash, splash one. Splash. <laughs> Nurse. Anyway. <laughs> Best spell ever. Angel feathers. <laughs> See, and that's why I like JRPGs because they're so like I just like oh, so names have names and, they the, have names and, they and, and the main difference between the two categories, which drives Cameron nuts, which we haven't talked about, is the use of English. Oh God! Because in Western <laughs> RPGs, it makes sense. In JRPGs, they just use the longest words known to mankind. Indignation, <laughs> and they use a thesaurus clearly. Yes, oh. or they're like <laughs> obtuse use of Latin. Yeah. yeah, Fabula Novala Crystallis, which I don't think is even Latin, but it's just supposed to sound Latin. It's just extra syllable. Well, actually, that's Latin. such a good point because then you know you've got. Uh, I I always love how in Tales games they've like decided to also incorporate some religious bits. They're yeah. like like the grand cardinals of like this yes. and that, and then they've also got like phonons and like. Yeah. Fields of phonons, yeah, and yeah, the yards, and um, abyss. Abyss. Yeah. And then they've also got like, uh, and, sorry, and the, every, the, the, um, yeah. what, what's it, the people with the human ranches, the the desires, yeah, yeah. and like all like. You and know. every Tales game has its own battle system, and they use initials because it's so it's like Tales is like L I, it's like linear active straddle something system yeah. like they have all these crazy names for their yeah. battle systems I, and then did, did you play you played eternal sonata right yeah did you play eternal yeah. sonata the music system the music system and uh that put them on the beat yeah <laughs> this is very weird and Cameron, Cameron. <laughs> Cameron's face right now oh my god but like on. the the battle system too and that one is uh they are very. They talk a lot constantly. <laughs> they like constantly. constantly, they're just like and oh my god! In which game? Eternal oh, Sonata. Okay. Like when they're doing their moves, they're just like, oh, I'm gonna make your stomach tumble and whatever. And then, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I'm gonna make your stomach tumble. That is totally something they would say. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. Like I think for a world of hurt. Yeah, like it's always stuck. That, that, oh. That's tales. Oh, that's so yeah. I and I and as you play the game over and over, it's just like oh god. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, we can make fun of this, but I'm sure that the Western RPGs that have gone over to Japan, I'm sure the localization is just as terrible. Yeah. You've got, like, Morrigan <laughs> saying, like, I don't know. <laughs> they I probably... Indignation! <laughs> yeah, yeah Morrigan, yeah, they just put indignation. They in just there. throw that all in there. Oh, well. Anyway. Uh, Delvin, that... yeah, you 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 uh, picked four, ten, and then you skipped out on a third. Yeah, I don't know what I want to make as my third. Just say World of Warcraft. Wow. Yeah, sure. Wow. We'll World of Warcraft. Okay. Wow. We wow. So, um, yeah, we're going to take another quick break, and when we come back, uh, it's been a month, so we're going to talk about game series we want back. Be right back. <laughs> Be right back. Ooh. As I mentioned, um, we've been doing uh, once a month talking about game series that we want to see 
come back. Um, so last month we talked about Gauntlet, and <laughs> lo and behold, something's happening there. Um, it's coming back. Well, they're doing a remake of the original one. Is that what yeah, you said? but it looks like yeah, it's so different in like. Because you're no longer playing at an arcade with like two buttons and a joystick, mm-hmm. that it it may as well be called it a reboot. Yeah. Or a, re- a, a reboot's probably the better. Yeah. Excellent, but, but yeah. still, with our next series that we're about to say, hope it we hope that something happens. So the magical powers of VG realness and bringing series back to life. Resurrection. Oh what would our massive bring the soul be? back from the abyss? <laughs> Resurrection. <laughs> We should call this segment Phoenix Down. Oh. Yes. Oh. yes! So you're listening to Phoenix Down on BG Realness. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Delvin, what's the series this month? So this month, we want to see Chrono Trigger come back, because we're talking about RPGs. And, you know, Chrono Trigger's had... Well, the series has had two games. Chrono Trigger in 1995 for the SNES. And then Chrono Cross in 1999. And then we haven't seen anything since then. Well, we've seen remakes of Chrono Trigger. Well, over yes. And There's over been remakes um, and, like, re-releases on... There was one for the DS. Yeah. Which, uh... What was the game? No, DS. DS. DS, yeah. Um, which I bought. Um, Me too. And they... It's on iOS. It's, it's on, on iOS. Android, and they haven't even bothered to do, like, a Final Fantasy three remake with it. We, like, to turn into three. Yeah, games. no, they just put okay. it as it is. Which, you know what? I'm okay with. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if they were going to do something like... That. Six. <laughs> I'm okay with it being just as it is because the game is good yeah. as it is. I guess here's the thing that I would find weird if they they did put it into 3D models or at least for for Chrono Trigger. You move very quickly in Chrono Trigger, and mm. I feel like to see that in a 3D model, they would look like they're like running around like everything. Because I I really feel like in Chrono Trigger, like you just fucking move. Yeah, you know, one of the two frames of animation. Done. Yeah. 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 One of the things I, I, I really um, enjoy about Chrono Trigger, and I, I don't recall happening in any other JRPGs, um, I'm sure it has, but I haven't played them, was the way the battle is. Like, when you go through the, the cities or towns or whatever, the, you can see the mob that you're going to attack, and then the battle starts. Mm-hmm. As opposed to just being like, walking in a field of nothing, and then there's a battle. Like, right, you know the the battles right there, yeah. so you can actively avoid them, right? Or you can like actively seek them out. Yeah, I know. I, I which made for that. which made for grinding a lot easier. Can you just be like, oh, I'm just going to keep going and attacking this, or I'm just going to avoid this because I don't want to uh, touch you. They carried that over to other. Like everybody started um, using a lot of people started using that structure after like the Tales game started to use. Yeah, that structure. which for me is like so nice to be like. Oh god, I'm getting really close to dying. I need to get I'm gonna to run like away a from, town. Yeah. I'm just not gonna touch you. Yeah, yeah. don't touch anything. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Tales games was, I guess 13 kind of did it too. Yeah. Right? Did they? I don't Yeah, because you had to, you could, or at least I saw some videos of Lightning Returns where you could, like, sneak up on somebody, stab them in the back, and you get an extra, like, oh, right, preemptive like, strike or yeah, something. Yeah, that's, that's right. Just, oh, yeah, that's I, right. I always found it that even with our tech, we're not at a place where when you sl- slash them, you can just go into battle. It's still like, yeah. Oh, wait, no. Like, what wasn't 12 like that? Yeah, 12 was like, that was that's what was right. cool about 12. 12 was just like the world and like you would and just. And then you just start attacking. That's right. And that's then all the lines start appearing yes. above their heads to connect them to which yes. animal they're fighting. <laughs> they have that in Final Fantasy 14. Oh, dude. The lines. That's what they... They carry that 14 over. is a lot like 12. Right. In the battle system, because it's like the world, and you just start casting Right, they even shit. have the bunny people still, right? Mm-hmm. 
So, I had totally had a brain fart there. I don't know why I thought that I didn't play that type of mechanic. But that was one of the first games mm-hmm. that did that. So there you go. And then Chrono Cross, which I never played. Mm-hmm. Um, but had too many of you played? No. I played it. Oh, was it good? I played it in my uncle's uh, house when I was young because I didn't have a PSX. I had a 64. Yeah, I never had any RPGs. Um, it's nothing like Chrono Trigger. But it is still of that It's of that series. They, they, they introduced um, elemental fields into that one. So one thing Square Enix used to try to do, I guess they still do it, just not in the same way anymore, it feels like. They would try a new battle mechanic with every single iteration of their, their games, basically. Mm-hmm. And so um, in Chrono Cross, they introduced this thing where the battlefield had three different depths, and your characters could move in between each of those depths per turn, and you would cast spells or attacks. It was kind of like Field of Phonons, and each field would get a different elemental attunement. And if you build it up enough, then you can summon on the attunement to have that summon match the attunement. Oh, that is totally Field of Phonons. Yeah. That yeah. sounds a lot like um, Legend of Lagaya um, for PS2, the second one. I bought it because it was in the bargain bin for like $10. Bargain and I bin. wanted like an RPG to play, which is very much like JRPG, which was what I was looking for. But anyway, it, it's a, has a hexagon um, mm-hmm. battlefield system. So you, like, when the battle starts, you start in like one hexagon. The mob might be in another hexagon. You can only attack stuff that's in. If you're a melee, you can only attack stuff in your hexagon like near you. Yeah. And then, of course, if you're a caster, you can cast shit depending on how many hexagons away it is. And then you can, like, combine shit to attack a certain <laughs> hexagon. So, like, a fire and, yeah, yeah, a, yeah. and a water and do and stuff like that. Exactly. So stuff like that you could do. So similar. Something like I could be wrong because I haven't played it literally since 1999. Yeah. That's, or t- maybe I played in 2000, 2001. 2000 is when it came out in North America. Okay, so I played it around 2000, 2001. So I, um, I just remember the opening being really creepy. Oh. Like, you kind of wake up on it. Like, everyone looked really creepy in that game. <laughs> like, if you look at like the, 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 the full motion videos, it's just there was something about how alabaster they were. And it was just really creepy. Well, let's hope that if they make a sequel, that it's not anything like this. Although, I will say, though... I feel like they're never going to make a sequel. I feel like they will. I think they're Well, not only that, just because, like, Square is so busy right now. Well, with making two 14, games. 15, and uh, Kingdom Hearts. Hearts 3. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, the, the other thing there, too, is it's been so long, and so many people love this series. Like, and it's one of those things where if you aren't making something frequent ish enough like there would be so much put on to the third one yeah. like so much expectation that you just couldn't live <laughs> like up to it you couldn't yeah. live. <laughs> like, <laughs> totally. that game is never happening <laughs> no, exactly that's the thing Half-Life 3 won't happen because you, you wait never, too long it will never meet the expectations you, you wait too long you can't meet the expectations and especially in a game like that where it's like a direct sequel like so yeah. I don't feel like Chrono Cross was like oh, had direct to do with exactly right it's same series but if you got something like that, you just... I don't think you I will give you the perfect example of a game due out forever that never met expectations. Duke Nukem. Oh my oh god. My. <laughs> I think the best that, part of that was Zero Punctuation's fake review of it. 
at like two years before it even came out. That was the greatest thing that came out of that series. Okay, I remember No Word of a Lie, that game being talked about. You want to talk about yeah. games that were in like development and talking about forever? I remember that game being in development when I was in like grade like 10. Yeah, it was after Duke Nukem Forever. They were already talking about this thing. Yeah. 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 So I remember from like since like I had like a like Pentium 2. And how long ago was Pentium 2? They don't even make them anymore. Okay, and then when did when did the game finally come out and it was like, shit? So, yeah, that's... Did it actually come out? Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, finally it did. It sold an insane amount for something so it shitty. It was so and it was mediocre. Because, yeah. It was... It was Nobody a, was it, happy. It, sash, it would sashayed away at week one. <laughs> If we're, See, it's a great, it's a great review system. Yeah, it's a week one. <laughs> okay, I'm liking this. This is the VG Realness review system. Yeah. So Duke Nukem is week one. Yeah, Powerpuff Girls week six. Yeah, no, no, no hold on. I, I think that Duke Nukem is like week three because she was too late to the party and didn't show up until week three. No, no, she's still week or one. Or maybe maybe week two because Duke Nukem is like a legacy queen, like Ornish, not Ornisha. <laughs> and then you know they keep you around for one just to not be like. To respect your history, and then because yeah. you suck, they get rid of you. Then you oh. suck. So we too, they get rid of you. I will say, you no, know, but the other reason they'll probably never make a sequel is because not a lot of people played Chrono Cross. I mean, people did, but it's not. No one, no one goes, "Oh my god, remember Chrono Cross?" No, they everyone goes, goes, "Remembers Chrono Trigger." So yeah. I feel like Square Enix would prefer to say that was like a one-time game. That was Enjoy really it for what it is, and we're never going to make it again. Like. We can't have even Final believe Fantasy that we 16. made it. Yeah. <laughs> have fun. Yeah, have fun with Final Fantasy. I feel sixteen split screen online. Well, no, I feel like their answer to that <laughs> six is... player split screen. <laughs> yeah, the summons would be absurd. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, so many ifrits. <laughs> no, I feel. I... <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I feel like yeah. Square Enix's answer to that is Bravely Default. Oh, yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah, any of the old-school RPGs that you want to play from Square, Bravely Default. Leave us alone. Bravely Default. Bravely Default. <laughs> Michael's from Jersey. Um, <laughs> so does anybody else have anything they want to add to that? Or? No. no, I know. play but I would like to see <laughs> a Chrono Trigger sequel. <laughs> Probably. You would really Not a Chrono Cross, a Trigger. No, I want to see a Chrono Trigger sequel. Yeah. I want to see... The, yeah. Mm-hmm. Chrono. What happens to Chrono? So, um, let's wrap it up for the week. Um, I guess we've still got our Smite contest going Depending on. Depending on when this goes out. Well, this will this will go out still with enough time that you'll have at least yeah, a day. Yeah, till Wednesday. Yeah, you'll have at least, Tuesday. you know... Is no, until Wednesday. No, the 26th. 26th is the Wednesday. I said the 25th, didn't I? Well, I said the 26th. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, the 26th so. is on the website. Okay, yeah. well, that's confusing because the game comes out on the 25th. Doesn't matter. Whatever. 26th. So let us know what god or myth you would like to see in Smite. And obviously it won't happen, but you get to win a chance. Uh, or you, you could win a god pack, which is all of the shit for that game. But you said win a chance. I thought, <laughs> are we sending people to Universal Studios? Yeah. <laughs> you could win a chance to go to Universal Studios in Florida. No, you're not. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah. You could win a chance to then win the god pack. So, yeah. like, you go through the first round. We'll have elimination then... rounds. <laughs> no, no. no. 
Just um, tweet yeah. us your favorite or Facebook on our Facebook post or reply on uh, the episode for last week to say which god it is that you would like us to see. We've had a lot of responses yeah, so you far. Have, some of you guys have really good ideas. I know. And we're definitely <laughs> going to talk about all of them on our next episode. Um, and we'll review and wrap it up, announce our winner. Yay. The winner will be announced on on the Thursday, the 27th. We'll post it on our Facebook page and tweet it out. Um, but we'll talk about it on our next episode so you'll know yeah. who I won it and whatnot. I love the Norse recommendations because they're all like, hey, Flerig, hey, Yeah. No commander. And then shout-outs to uh, the Hunty Bunch. The Hunty Bunch. Slash the Sisterhood of the Indie Gaming <laughs> Podcast. Um, Hunty Bunches of Oats. That is my favorite thing to say. Okay, so um, <laughs> that includes Koopa Club, uh, Game Bar, GameBooey.org. That's GameBooey.org. Uh, Orange Lounge Radio and Horde House. Yes. And don't forget that if you just love hearing my voice and you love RuPaul's Drag Race, because we've made many references already this episode. I still don't get any of them. <laughs> yes, Cameron. It's okay. Um, you can catch uh, Reading is Fundamental at RAFpodcast.com. Fundamental. Yes. Where myself, um, Rob Roberts from Orange Sounds Radio and Horde House, and the boys from GameBoy.org, Captain Spike and Slagkick, we just throw shade and review every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> this is pretty much the gayest thing ever. <laughs> it is the gayest thing yeah, ever. It is. It's pretty homosexual. It's oh my god, what you guys do is each time you all bring like your own, like, have a drink and then say like, what you're drinking? Like, oh, today I've got a lovely Pinot Grigio. This <laughs> time I've got a Philly Martini. Where the yeah. Pinot at? <laughs> Bring the Pinot, cause it's turtle time. <laughs> and on that note, yeah. So on that note, James, sing us out. What? Turtle Wait, time. Yeah. Turtle time. Go. No. No. There's no song. There's no song for Turtle Time. Oh. Um, I mean, was just went do new do new because that's the that's the theme song to Rehouses of New York, York, and I only know that part. Oh okay, yeah. Well, that was disappointing. Um, sorry. Because if we ever because so, if we ever had up another podcast, it would be about the Real Housewives. Yes. Me and James. So um, <laughs> remember to that time us- Aviva lost her leg. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should. So, anyway, to take us out, here's James ranting about Titanfall. No. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Hashtag Ghostwriter. Delving fresh for cord right when I took a bite of my... Breakfast, lunch, whatever we want to call it. It's a video game realness. Okay, (laughs) episode. Okay, you guys can't make fun of me for my shitty intro last week. Yours was really funny. Fighting crime, trying to save the world. Here they come just in time. The power pup girls. Power pup do 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 do. By jumping out of a helicopter, landing into a mech, and then shooting people. Is it awesome? Yes. Is it a news story? No! No! There's nothing newsworthy about it. It's the same fucking game. It is Call of Duty 4 with robots. That's all it is. Oh my god. And we've been talking about it for six months. Six goddamn months.
Parkour mechs with guns. That's great. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Koreans, the Ukraine is thanking you right now. You know, they're struggling with their sovereign territory. We don't say the Ukraine anymore. Oh, well, Ukraine plus Crimea or whatever. There you go. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. And fuck you, EA. Yeah. So over it. I bet Microsoft is glad that they delayed the release of Xbox One in Ukraine right now. 